You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think this is exactly how I can battle them and intimidate them into leaving. This because is your number master one, plan. Number one, obviously, most people recognize me as a bit of a player, you know, and it, that's because I'm so that's deep into the rap That's the most embarrassing thing I think and you so, have ever said, and I've heard you say a lot of embarrassing things today. So if I go out there, you know, and they're blasting what they're blasting now, which is a whole new world, and I come out there with my hand dancing, and which is a very integral part of rapping. You need to rapping, stop calling it hand dancing. And I spit my mad beats. What are they going to do? They're going to be intimidated because I'm a very intimidating man. I'll explain all of this. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the cyberwebs, wherever podcasts can be found. Wow, you have had a lot of coffee today. And thank you for finding us. Yes, I have had a bit of coffee. Uh, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff lined up on the show today <laughs> for you. Coming up in just a little while, we're going to have... A very awesome gentleman. We've had him on the show before. Brian from Next Adventure. Brian of Deacon. Brian from Next Adventure. Exactly. Yes. Mm. So it's going to be Brian joining us. Last time on the show when Deacon Brian were in here. Um, Of course, Next Adventure, one of our fine sponsors. Um, Deacon Brian brought a bottle of vodka, which I believe we all finished before the end of the show. We sure did. That was a lot. That was a lot of vodka. I don't think I can drink a bottle of vodka today. I I don't think he's bringing a bottle of vodka. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know for sure. Right. I don't think that he is. Okay. But I think that out of Deacon Brian, I believe that Brian was the one that brought the bottle of vodka last time. I think time. so. I think so. so we'll, we'll, we'll say see. that. Uh, so Brian's going to join us, and he's going to be here with Chloe, who is part of uh, something called the Portland Boulder Rally, and they're going to be talking about that. It's an event happening this weekend. Sounds awesome. Or abbreviation PBR. How Portlandy can you get? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> so they're going to join us here in just a little bit, and uh, then we've got a bunch of other things. want to remind everybody to, of course, pick up your Fun Employment Radio listener party tickets. Five-year anniversary party, November 14th. Tickets available at funemploymentradio.com. Real quick on that. Yes. Here's what I've seen so far from emails we've received. Okay. I've heard from people that, that have emailed us that are flying in for the party on November 14th. Oh my God, I love them so much. Get this. From California, Colorado, Massachusetts, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, and Texas so far. All have written us saying they're flying in. Oh my God. That means we better put on a damn good party. Holy crap. No pressure or anything. No pressure well, at all. Well, good thing we know like, we have a lot uh, planned and what we're going to we do. do. It's going to be a great party. And that is so awesome that uh, everybody's flying in and driving down from Seattle. That's not even counting that from Washington, from oh, yeah, driving Seattle still from counts. California, wherever. driving from Idaho, and then all of the wonderful people here in Oregon. So uh, you can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. There's a banner right there. Just click that. Pick up your tickets. We appreciate it. That I you think do I want to so. make a new banner today. We've had that. We've had that one for a week. Maybe I'll spice it up a little today. Spice it up, Sarah. I'm Just gonna get spice so spicy. Just see now. That's that's one of the worst things you've probably ever. Oh, seen. okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Tell me more about your dance hands, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. No, I'll explain this. So. As uh, as longtime listeners know, I of course have uh, have my my house. I own a home in Southeast Portland, here in Portland, Oregon, and my neighborhood's actually pretty nice. My house is pretty nice, except for the fact that I share a fence with meth head neighbors. I have not been able to get these guys to leave over the entire time I've owned this house. The police haven't done anything. They're not going anywhere except for this. So there's, there's been some changes now in my method um, observations. Because as I've stated before, I'm basically a National Geographic expert at observing methods. Since they are, I do share a fence with them. I can look into their yard. Uh, and during the summer is 
obviously when they're most active. That's their active mm-hmm. season. They it's ha- for something with the warm weather. It's the warm weather. I think a lot of it has to do with that's when construction's going on, so that's the best stealing time. So that's, this is their active time of the year. They've been doing a few things uh, in accordance you know, with their active time. They've built yet another shed. That's the third shed in three years Wow! that they built. Yep, brand new shed out back. And they've taken back to uh, when they steal their wire, instead of actually stripping the coating off so they can just get to the copper or whatever it is, they instead make a little fire pit in their backyard and then burn the wire. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. I mean, clearly it's logical. You don't want to spend all of that manpower peeling off no. you know, the rubber when you could just burn it off, polluting everything around you Absol- and possibly burning down your house. Exactly. No, yeah. you want to go ahead and just burn that off and burn it and put out you know, poisonous rubber uh, fumes into the air. So that's, where, that's how they take care of that. But the other thing, this is a brand new occurrence what they've been doing, and that's what I'm going to get back to. Okay, because I want to know what your your rap skills, because I, A, I want to hear the raps that you've been coming up with. I've written some mad beats today, some mad rhymes. Stop I'll say that. that. So, so here's the thing. They've switched it up on what they listen to. So normally what they blast is metal, and it's not good metal for the most part. It's pretty bad metal. And I mean, and I, I like metal, but not the stuff that they listen to. It's really bad. And they will blast that out there, and that's kind of their theme song. That's their that's their uh, soundtrack to when they're you know burning wire. Sure. However, everyone needs a soundtrack for the thing that they do. Yeah. And um, but here's the thing: over the last week or so, they've switched it up. They've gone complete opposite end. They've gone to country. Country is their new thing. And I'm not talking about like. Are old you sure country. they still live there? Yeah, it's them. It's them. Oh, I know they still live there. Oh, it would be a day of celebration if I knew they were moving out. Mm-hmm. No, but it's not its not their metal anymore. And it's not like old country, you know, like Johnny Cash or something like that. If that were the case, I'd, I'd actually kind of like that. No, it's new country, which is not my thing. I can't stand new country. And it's, it's all that kind of stuff. So that's what they play. And they've been blasting that stuff. So my idea here, and this is, this is a proposal I have on how to combat them. Of course, the enemy of country would be rap music, you know, if they, if they were to battle. And so I think if they're all into country right now and I switch it up and start rapping, and that's the game that I go to, that's how I start acting, I think in a way this could actually combat them very well. I think I could be, I could find a way to, uh, to intimidate them because I am, you know, an intimidating man. And when I start, when I start throwing down my, my rhymes... I think that this could actually be something where they would be like, oh, man, we're all country now. We can't be around this this uh, mad rapper that's next door when I start spitting my beats. And I'll bring a microphone out there and play some beats. little swish, little swish in the house. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll bust out some rhymes. This is my idea. What do, what do you think? I think this could actually work. I think that we need to hear a demonstration because I have been listening to you um, all morning. Mumbling to yourself, going, "Oh yeah, that's a sick beat." <laughs> this is what Greg is doing. Well, I wrote a it's lot. It's just of the two today. of us in here, and this is what he does. I'm telling you, I'm taking my my rap game to a next level. It's I've got some I've got some pretty good stuff in here. I think from my from possibly an album. I mean, it could be an album. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll drop a couple rhymes if you want to hear some. Oh my god! All right, here I I, I found a if little got background some, beat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I like this beat, but yeah, okay. Yo, putting people in check, staring so hard you're gonna snap your neck, cause I get respect, you need some time to reflect, I like shiny things and diamond blings, when I was in college, I wore a lot of rings, when I go riding, you know I'm styling black shirt and hat, keeps the ladies flying, 
See, and there's part of it. I write rhymes and beats, and when I'm hitting the streets, all the ladies look at me like a dog looks at meats. See, because they, you know, they like me because they're like, you know, because the ladies look at me like a dog would look at meats, and that's kind of how that works. Mm-hmm. You can call me player.com because I'm the bomb. On my space, I'm still friends with Tom because I'm old school, and you're a new fool. Try to mess with me, you'll look like a tool. See, and it'll go like that. I got two more if you want two Please. more. Yeah, we'll do these two more here. Uh, yo. Mm-hmm. I just gotta get the beat back. <clears throat> yeah, I bust bust out with all the styles. Can't copy gotta lock on my files. If my rhymes were planes, I'm flying free with frequent flyer miles. Rhymes so fast they call me MC Cheetah. I'll wrap circles around you, then drink a margarita. See, and then that's kind of how it would go. And then I'd be back there, you know, rapping like that, and they'd be so intimidated. Especially and the key with thing, words like margarita. Yeah, because I'll drink a margarita. And then on top of that, you know, the, one of the most important things, I'll just explain this since I know you're not familiar with the player game. Um, one of the most important things is also the hand dancing that goes along with it because you do different. It's part white boy lobster claws. You do that, you know, when you're throwing down your beats. But then also you do pointing, and then you do like a random like circle like check like OK sign because you do that when you're like putting a putting a dot on the line when you're when you finish with your rhyme, and then and then you kind of like point this way and that way, and then you like raise up your arm a little bit like at a couple of couple of points this these are all parts of uh hand dancing which is a big part of the rap game which a lot of people are unfamiliar with is that with. the secret of the rap game that nobody really understands is the, the secret hand dancing yeah well i mean that it is it is a it is a very important part you know it's a it's an important part of of the rap game when you're being a you know a true player like i am so that's that's just part of it. A lot of people don't understand these things, but I think if I do, so that, is this what you're going to do this afternoon? You're just going to lay down a lay down a mm-hmm. track and yeah. then start, yeah, and then I'll put, put in a microphone and I'll be like, uh, yeah, uh, and I'll uh, blast out blast out my raps, and they'll be so intimidated that they'll probably leave and never come back. So I'll be like, well, we can't be around here anymore. There's an unsafe gentleman next door. He's intimidating us, and uh, obviously we cannot uh, keep up with our nefarious activities. With him around, and you think that's going to be? He's got it. the neighborhood on lockdown. Seeing that's what they'll think. That's uh, it's my idea. I think it's a pretty good one. I think it's a pretty good idea. I think this could actually work. Uh, there are people in the live chat right now. Uh, Rick Rutherford says, uh, "Is Greg having a stroke right now?" <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm just displaying my rhymes. But see, that's the thing. He's that's already intimidated. Asked. Tony uh, in the chat also said, "Turn a Greg on hose. Uh, turn a hose on Greg right now." <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm just saying. It's uh, it's pretty intimidating. You and your stuff. white boy lobster claws—they're going to be pretty That's, intimidating. I, I prefer hand dancing because that is part of what I do. You know, I do a little like beat, a little head swivel nod thing while I'm doing it too, because you got to do that. And uh, and yeah, yeah, I'm just saying I think this is going to be a pretty good way to combat the method neighbors now that they've gone country. So there we go. That's what I'm. I can't believe they've gone country. That's they've so gone weird. country. Like contemporary country, like contemporary country, like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I haven't heard Taylor Swift, but it's that kind of music. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. I guess I don't know a lot of um, contemporary. You know, what's uh, Toby Keith? Is, that, is he still a, around? Uh, I don't know. There's that guy. Who's the guy that uh, always sings about being on beaches and married uh, Renee Zellweger? It's uh, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They play that kind of thing, and uh, you know, uh, Blake uh, Shelton. God, I didn't think that I that knew. stuff was still... Look at that. I knew that name. Wow, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Blake Shelton. Whatever he does. It's that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, people in the chat, I think You realize are, that you're recognizing all of the songs that, that they're playing over there. 
Well, I know what I don't like, and I do tend to memorize what I don't like, and that's that's what it was. All right, it is being pointed out the particular station that they're uh, playing next door. Your roommate is in the chat, mm-hmm. and uh, we do know people that work at that station. Maybe oh. we could go. Maybe we could convince them to go next door and be like, "Hey, you know what? Drugs aren't cool, man. You know what is cool? <laughs> Country music. You keep on rocking in the free world. See if we can get the uh, radio van to show up there and and give them a message, dude." Let's see. I mean, we do we, know people. <laughs> we do know the morning show hosts at this particular we, station. We, We're friends with them. Yeah, this is true. Maybe they could help with your meth intervention. They could be like, hey, man, we heard that you guys are totally into country music. Dig this. Drugs aren't cool. Uh-huh. You know what's cool? Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton's cool. You know what Blake Shelton doesn't do? He doesn't manufacture meth in his backyard and burn <laughs> rubber off of uh, copper pipes. Not that we no, know of. Yeah. Not that we know of. So you want them to do it like a PSA, Mm. like a shout out about (gasps) Oh, Mr. Janky had the best idea ever. Mr. Janky in the chat just said, get your DJ friends to speak directly to the meth heads over the radio. See if you can blow their minds. (laughs) (sighs) That would would do something. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. we have something here. We have some, all right. I'm, all right. I'm with you on this, not with the rap thing, little, but little with the, with the country thing. With uh, with our uh, morning show host friends. Oh my God. Maybe we could do something with this. Because, they, yeah, if that's the station they're listening to, all right. That all right. is. I mean, David specifically said that's the station that And maybe I could go on there and throw down my beats and stuff like that. Don't, I mean, no, you can't. You I really think the rhyming can. thing is still something we should talk about. It's, I think it should still be on the table. It should still be there. All right. Well, maybe maybe we should get a hold of them. Because wow, that that's actually funny. a great idea. All right. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, I still think the rhyming thing should go first, but mm, in the order of no, what would work the best. Don't really think so. That would blow their minds, though, if somebody spoke directly to them. Because I know their names, and I could have it where exactly where they live. That would fuck with them so much. Because I think they don't but know how computers work. But they're on in the mornings, work. though. The people that we know that work there. So I, are the meth heads up that early? It depends if they're on a bender. Mm-hmm. And right now, since it's getting the end of meth season, you know, the summer's starting to run down. They're going to be going into overdrive. It's kind of like a bear, like, gathering food for the winter. Now's their time when they gather all their metal, you know, to store it up for the winter so they can have some, some metal to live on to buy meth. So they're very active right now. I could see them being up early in the morning. Okay. Well, I mean, if they were up, I we could probably call in a favor to see. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, too. I know you are. Yeah. I'll be up early tomorrow morning. I got an early meeting. I'll be up there early, and I'll see if they're if they're doing it. And you let me know, and then maybe I can see if I can uh, blow. Up. I mean, I, I I can't guarantee it, but right. I think for a good cause, I think that our friends would might be able to help you with that. I think they would. I think they would too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> So see, look at this. I solved your problem without having to write stupid raps. Well, you haven't... Um, let's not... They're only stupid because you can't come up with them. Let's <laughs> be honest with that. Oh, I could rap better than you. Oh. My rhymes so fast they call me MC Cheetah. I mean, nobody's got shit like that. My rhymes were planes of okay, flight. Okay, stop doing your lobster claw. Frequent, frequent flyer miles in a rap? Nobody's done that. If anybody doesn't know what white boy lobster claws look like, start thinking, uh, I don't know, what song should you get in your head in order to be able to start doing them? Getting jiggy with it. Yeah, get, na 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 na. So if you're, tra- if you're doing na na na, look down at your hands and look at the shape that they're in, and that's white boy lobster claws for the most part. Or, or if you start listening to like Eminem, you know, uh, lose yourself in the music or whatever, yeah, that, that white boy lobster claws come out. You only get one shot, <laughs> Mr. James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hand dancing. And dancing, oh boy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. To start, I've got a twofer. God, Greg, imagine if you lived in Florida. I can't even imagine. You would just be surrounded by your methods. Like, you're only dealing with one side. If you're in Florida, you'd be surrounded by all of them. True. Except for Trudy. Well, yeah, she's awesome. We have some other we have some other fine listeners in Florida mm-hmm. too. I'm yes. saying they're the smart people. I hope they don't live in Port St. Lucie because I was so excited <laughs> because Greg, the story begins with a Port St. Lucie man. A Port St. Lucie man. Yeah. Has been arrested after he was caught bragging to an undercover cop that he'd never been busted dealing drugs before because he's too smart about his drug dealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, his How name is that- hard. How did that? Oh, let's hear it. Adel, oh no, it isn't. Adalberto Romero. Adalberto Romero. <laughs> what was it again? Adalberto Romero. Yes, was arrested after he was bragging to Port St. Lucie police officers. Uh, so officers, in fact, were able to catch him since he told you know the undercover cop what he was doing. He was giving him great details about what he dealt, where he dealt, that's, when he dealt it. That's always smart. Uh, officers, including the undercover one that he was bragging about uh, being too smart to, uh, showed up at his place and seized his drugs along with a bogus FBI ID that he had with his picture on it and multiple guns. So uh, when he was talking to the cop, he also allegedly suggested to the cop uh, to team up with him to sell lots of coke since he was so good about not getting caught about it. Yeah, super drug team together. Super drug team. However, he was not able to defeat it. I just like anything with Port St. Lucie. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a gold mine. It's America's gift to the world. Uh, Next up, a different area of Florida in Jacksonville. A Jacksonville, Florida man has been accused of pleasuring himself during a yoga class. Oh, Wow. (laughs) Uh, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office has identified the suspect as a man by the name of Joseph Jordan, 42 years young, following the incident at the Power Yoga Studio uh, about 9.30 a.m. this past Sunday morning. So according to reports, um, (laughs) five minutes after the class started, the instructor looked and saw the suspect, Joseph Jordan, uh, with his hands inside of his pants as they were all supposed to be doing yoga. Uh, The report said that he was furiously masturbating. And they confronted him, uh, gave him a refund, kicked him out of the class, and escorted him out of the building. Now, the report said that Joseph Jordan was wearing jean shorts and a white T-shirt. Who does yoga jean shorts? I don't know. Joseph Jordan, apparently. Uh, so Jordan used his real name when he signed up for the class. Uh, he filled out the form with a lot of specific in- information. Uh, so it wasn't like he got in there trying to pretend to be somebody else. He did it, and yeah. then the police speculate that maybe he couldn't control himself once he was in there. Can't uh, control yourself. From. Hours later, though, Joseph Jordan was spotted near a women's bathroom at the University of North Florida campus. Um, authorities escorted him, uh, not knowing about the earlier incident. And then when they ran his name, they found out that there was a warrant for his arrest for playing with himself in the yoga studio. He was just making a full day of it. He really was. He's just like bouncing around town yeah. in his jean shorts. The sad thing is, anytime I see somebody with jean shorts now, this is what's going to come into my mind. Jorts? Yeah. Like, ah, you go to yoga today? Hmm. hmm. I just wouldn't think, like, I, when I saw or, the yoga story, I'm like, all right, yoga pants, stretchy, blah, blah, blah. But jean shorts, when you're trying to, like, root around in there in the middle of the class, like, yeah, that's they have creepy. a little less give. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're, like, really airy jorts. I'm going to guess this isn't the first time. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys know by now that I always add furiously to masturbating. I'm just letting you know it's, it did not say furiously. So there you go. That's a behind the curtain. And I'm done. Next up. So we had a bad threesome story like last week or a couple weeks ago, right? 
Uh, I can't remember something, yeah, something happened. Got with the, or, yeah, because it was the guy's birthday, and he was celebrating right, yeah, with the, having the sexy time with the two ladies, and the roommate was mad and came and stabbed him. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, here's another. Threesomes sometimes don't end up in the best situations. Now, this happened in San Francisco. Oh, excuse me, no, Michigan. Okay. Now, one Michigan man may now be headed to jail after a threesome went awry when the three decided to have. A hamburger meat taste test between three sexual friends during an inner. Um, let's see, what? during three se- during three sex friends in a bathtub. Three sex friends. Who this writes is, this? I don't know. This is a journalist. Okay. One Michigan man could now be headed to jail. One Michigan man could now be headed to jail after a hamburger taste. A hamburger meat taste test between three sex friends in a hat in a bathtub went awry. So they're in the bathtub eating hamburgers. Eating, they're having a hamburger meat taste test. Okay. And now one of them might be headed to jail. So uh, according to court records, a married couple by the name of Martin and Daniela Miller, you know, as they do, invited a homeless man to partake in a sexual encounter with him. Now the, the homeless man's name was. How could that possibly end wrong? Michael Cheney. Now uh, Martin and Daniel. Best Daniella. day ever for that guy. Hey, you want to come to our house, have a threesome, and eat hamburgers? Okay. <laughs> Holy shit! And a yes. bath? Yes. Dude, that's the trifecta yes. right there. You cannot blame that guy for taking them up on that. So no, I'd the- rather stand on the corner. No, yeah, I this sounds I'll better. For- I'll go sleep out in the elements, or I'll go to your house for sexy time burgers and a bath. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to pick. Yes. Uh, so according to court records, Martin and Daniela Miller invited homeless man Michael Cheney into their home last week to have sex with him. Uh, Martin, who is the the husband, so it's Martin and Daniela who are the couple. Michael's the homeless man. Okay. It gets a little confusing, which is why I wanted So right. Martin and Daniela married. Okay, so Martin then got his feelings hurt as... What usually happens in threesomes. Oh, they didn't talk it out. Yeah. After Daniela and homeless Michael Cheney <laughs> spent too much time one-on-one together. Now, uh, to make up for this indiscretion, Cheney felt a little bad for spending all the time with uh, Daniela. So uh, Cheney decided to make hamburgers for the Millers. <laughs> so he found the hamburger meat. I'll tell you what, I feel real bad about it. Let me make you up some burgers. So by then, Martin and Daniela had retired to their bathtub while Cheney was making the burgers. Uh, Cheney then brought a spoonful of meat into the bathroom to have them taste test it. But Martin was angry and threw the meat into the bathtub in which his wife was sitting inside of. Uh, so uh, Cheney then was like, okay, you didn't like that meat. So he went back, brought out a second spoonful of meat for Martin and Daniela to taste. Um, and Martin again tossed it into the bathtub. Now Cheney told Miller to stop wasting food and walked into the other room. Now Martin followed Michael Cheney and threatened to beat him up. Now Michael Cheney told Miller to go ahead, at which Martin Miller uh, kicked him in the chest and choked Cheney. Uh, Cheney said that Miller told him he was going to kill him. Then he blacked out when he awoke. Both he and the wife, so this is the homeless man and the wife, walked to the hospital. So police questioned Martin Miller about the uh, about the incident, and he said, I'm a Marine. When somebody challenges me, I go into kill mode. Now he faces up to 10 years in jail over the sexual hamburger-filled tryst if convicted uh, of assault by strangulation for trying to strangle the homeless guy. Wow. Yeah. In his defense, he said he was just joking about the hamburger meat and said that Cheney was being an asshole. <laughs> that was his direct quote. Burgers in the bath. I do have one more story, but it's a little long, so I'm going to wrap it up because I think they're here. So uh, there you go, my friends. Spoonfuls of meat. Don't take home homeless people and have threesomes with them. That, my friend, is your world of crazy. (laughs) That is awesome. All right, yeah, we are going to need to take a break here to uh, get our guests in here. Before we do that, 
Really quick, this actually comes from a listener. Uh, well, two listeners, Kevin and Erica, who wrote us about an event they're having this weekend. It's a charity for a nonprofit called Every Library, and they asked us to mention it here on the air, and uh, it's called Tatas for Libraries. Oh, that's what we want to talk about because it, it has boobies. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So essentially, it's going to be a fundraising event where they and they do uh, pro bono work for libraries that are having fun, funding measures on the ballot. So um, the Tatas for Libraries event will feature burlesque dancers, comedy, a door prize, and over $150 in raffle prizes, including donations made by Guardian Games. Tickets are $20 pre-sale and 25 at the door. You can go to everylibrary.org, everylibrary.org, and that's where you can click and find out more information. It's going to be at the Norse Hall this Saturday, September 20th. So doors at 8 p.m. Show starts at 9. It's boobs and books. That's I'm gonna Boobs and books. How can yeah. you get Tata's better than for that? libraries. Mm-hmm. So, and so that's this weekend. That is this weekend. And it's going to be uh, happening at the North Hall, September 20th, everylibrary.org. You can find out more information. Very cool. All right. Let's take a break and bring uh, Brian and Chloe in here. We'll be back in a minute with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Ah, ah, organized chaos. Hi, I know. <laughs> Is it organized? It might just be chaos right now. All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And as we were talking about earlier, we are now joined by our special guests and an extra guest we didn't even know. So announce. many guests. I so love many it. Guests. And we're so sorry for the hot box in here right now. It is really <laughs> it is, toasty. It is warm. Jesus. It is warm. <laughs> save, it on the, uh, save it on the air conditioning. Actually. Sure. <laughs> actually, we didn't turn off the air conditioning. Oops. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to have to turn that off. No, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, so we'll just go down the line here to introduce everybody. And you, of course, heard this gentleman on the show, I don't know, a couple months ago, where we proceeded to... Too long ago. ...consume an entire bottle of vodka along with Deke (laughs) during the course of about 45 minutes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Brian... No, it was probably a half an hour, Was it a half hour? Yeah, it could have been. It could have been about a half an hour. All right. Well, hello, Brian. (laughs) This is Brian from Next Adventure. Yeah, first thing I want to ask, where's my vodka? I know. I, know. I, I told you, dude. We have we have champagne and we have beer. If you'd like either of those things, uh, yeah. There's maybe the, sinfire. Maybe the beer. All right, I you want a beer? Grab, I'm going to grab you a beer. All right, Sarah's going to get the I beer. I actually have been chilling it for you today. <laughs> chilling it, nice. Okay, Sarah will handle that. Um, and also, you have brought along, I believe, somebody else from Next Adventure. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Doug Lloyd. He's uh, helped uh, during the uh, original PBRs along the way, so he just happened to. Be with me, so he got the invite to come and hang out with Chloe and us and talk about the PBR. Oh yeah, and its inception. Awesome. Well, and for anybody who doesn't know, the PBR, what we were talking about earlier is the Portland Boulder Rally. Yes, so, not the beer. Not the beer. <laughs> it's the Portland Boulder Rally. <laughs> Portland Boulder Rally happening October fourth, two thousand fourteen, and we have Chloe in here, the representative. Hello. Oh, hello, of Chloe. The <laughs> and uh, Chloe, tell um, tell everybody where this is happening. Um, yeah, so the Portland Boulder Rally, this will be the fourth year that it's happening at the Circuit Bouldering Gym, co-presented with Next Adventure. Awesome. And uh, it's actually happening at our newest gym in Tigard, uh, Oregon, so just not even 15 minutes south from I know, people Portland. always think it's so far it's away. Really it's really like, right that there. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're super stoked to host it. Uh, we just opened um, last month, and um, it's 19,000 square feet of all bouldering. Um, There's also yoga and slacklining, but that day, October 4th, will be all about bouldering. (laughs) So it is just a big, serious competition with people climbing all these crazy walls and contraptions. and Yeah, definitely. So we are now the largest single-day bouldering competition in the country, 
And we have opened up competition to 400 competitors, and we have a $10,000 cash purse, which Dang. brings wow. in a whole lot of big names. Oh, yeah. $10,000 on the line. <laughs> that would yeah. bring out a lot of people, yeah. I would think. That'll make things a little bit serious, <laughs> I could imagine. So you guys have, like, big people in the bol- – so bouldering – Community. Is that what I would call it? Somebody's a boulderer? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I mean, climber, you know, bouldering is just a subsect, but it's definitely starting to become its own sport almost. So is bouldering just inside? No, there's it's outside. It's like climbing as well. Okay. Yeah, Doug's a a climber here too. Um, Are you competing, Doug? No, no. No? No. We'll be madly running around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be there hanging out. (laughs) Well, how about you, Brian? Are you going to be bouldering this year? Yeah, I'm going to be watching. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, you know, helping people, you know. Like, go, go, you go. But <laughs> you I, don't think, like a yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be climbing a whole lot. Oh, <laughs> I would love Brian to just be the spotter to just, like, catch you from midair. <laughs> now, do the folks have spotters or they're just the pads underneath, Yeah, right? so we have judges who can help spot as well, and there and there's padding. So it's it's safer than you'd think. I mean, you're not harnessed in. There's no ropes in bouldering. That's what makes it special like that. But, um, but yeah, it's quite safe and um and spotters definitely help kind of catch a, a weird, funky fall, but sometimes they're not necessary. It just depends on the difficulty of the climb. Interesting. Yeah. So they're just, like, down there kind of waiting to catch them? Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's more breaking the fall than gotcha. anything. But, yeah, you wouldn't want to catch, like, some 200-pound person <laughs> falling from the sky. That doesn't sound like fun. Fall on me. <laughs> My arms are on the ground. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so what is a competition like this like? So people show up for this. What's the first thing that happens? Yeah, so they the check day? in. Um, they get their scorecards, and there's a rules meeting because there's just kind of little technical stuff, just like with any sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have three hours essentially to do their top five hardest climbs and then it's those that total points that puts you in your rankings and um, you know the pro athletes that are coming in are really battling it out to get into the finals and so we take the top six men and women um, who then qualify potentially for the cash purse but uh, really, you know, what's so great about this competition is that it's open to all levels. So you could be like a total beginner and just get a chance to take part in this kind of fun, all-inclusive competition. And, you know, say you only get three points or whatever, you're still just part of it. And, you know, you turn in your scorecard and, and everyone has a good it. time. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you get a goodie bag, too. These are pretty awesome. They're worth the value of the entry. And um, so, yeah, it's just a really neat, uh, like I was saying, kind of all-inclusive event. That's awesome. So. Well, and then you get to say, yeah, no, I was just in a bouldering competition. Yeah, no big, no, big, no yeah. big deal. No big deal. That sounds good. You know, awesome. there's a $10,000 <laughs> cash prize online. That's awesome. Yeah, there's prizes for every category, too. So. Nice. So, yeah. what kind of things do you guys judge on? Like, I've, I mean, I've been to a climbing gym before, mm. and I've tried. I'm, by no means going to call myself a I really can't see you being very climby. What do you mean? I have good I have good feet <laughs> you, for it. Do you have upper body I think strength? You can no, do it. I have I have large feet for my size, so they can they grippy. The grippy feet. Yeah, grippy okay, feet. I think that's, 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 that's a technical term is. I'm going to make up right now. Okay. Grippy feet. Oh no, that's that's used. <laughs> is it grippy sure. feet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? Okay. So, um, what kind of things do they uh, do you guys judge on? Yeah, so it really comes down to finishing the climb. That's mm, the biggest okay. thing. Like you just know? don't fall off. Yeah, yeah. just don't fall off, <laughs> yeah. touch the top, or topping out means going up and over a boulder. Some um, different of our structures are different, but um, it's all about completing the climb. Say there's a tie, then it's number of attempts. Okay. So say, you know, you did it first go, that's awesome, and you're going to, if it comes down to that tie, you're going to beat that person who maybe it took like three or four tries. 
together. Okay. All right, so. that makes sense. Yeah. And is there something at the top that you have to touch? Uh, no, not necessarily. It's just the technical finish, if you really care, is two mm-hmm. hands in control at the top. So you can't just like slap and fall. And be like, oh, yeah. Right there. All right. yeah. There's yeah. no bell up there you ring. Like <laughs> Snatch a flag or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Ninja Warrior, press the yeah. <laughs> So you're talking about the professionals, but the cool thing about this is that you can actually walk in and participate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so this is uh, on October 4th. I mean, I'm just so impressed with the growing climbing community. I'm sure Next Adventure sees it, but like it has blown up just, you know, all over the country, but especially in Portland. Um, there are just so many climbers, and we see hundreds of them daily. Um, mm-hmm. We have three locations, the circuit does, and uh, and this is kind of the culmination of, you know, everything we love and um, just all in one big full-day event with a festival outside, too. Uh, this year, spons- co-title sponsoring is Subaru and Adidas Outdoors. Nice. And then we got a lot of other sponsors in the outdoor industry. Including um, Next Adventure. Well, Next Adventure's yes. co-presenter. Yeah. So yeah. the circuit and Next put it on. And then a lot of other people help make it happen. And, and yeah. Yeah, Chloe's um, kind of taken over this year. Andy, Andy uh, Coleman. Andy Coleman. Andy Coleman, <laughs> and I'm yeah. sorry, I lost the last name, is the owner of... Uh, uh, the circuit and him and I talked to what has been four or five years ago. And we kind of yeah, wanted to do something a little bit above and beyond. Just we we'd been working together for many many years. I've known Andy for a long time, mm-hmm. and, and we've been working, kind of sharing things back and forth. And and we were just like, you know, we should do something that's big. That's mm-hmm. once a year. That's really big. And so that's kind of where the idea or the thought of this came up. And then we the first year we just kind of. Started out a little bit smaller, and then it's really grown past there. And then Chloe's kind of taken over running the whole thing, and it's just competing, you know, which helps because it gets it organized. There's a lot to go on here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and it's just been climbing every year. And what's really cool is this year, by moving it out to the new gym, previously the outside area, we only had yeah. like about 100 feet by 30 feet wide mm-hmm. to put all these other people in it. So it was insane. Yeah. There'd be like a thousand people there, and you're just Stuffed in into that. To, wow. And still, in, what are you thinking? Yeah, actors, someone's man. got a rocking ringtone. Come on, who's that guy? I like it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, uh, and so now this new space is huge. Oh, I don't know what it's like, a couple acres well, or something? Or? Yeah, so um, we technically own the land that we're on, but the gym, like I mentioned, is 19,000 square feet. The outdoor festival will be in a 6,000 square foot area. Nice. And then um, we have tons of parking to work with, too. Uh, right, you which is get... always a struggle last, last oh, time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that totally. must be frustrating. Yeah. But, <laughs> What's cool this year, too, with Subaru on board is you actually, if you are a Subaru owner, you get VIP parking. So, oh, nice. Yeah, any Subarus that come in get, like, premier, you know, parking. And then, um, obviously, everywhere else is good for... Well, it's basically everybody in everybody. Portland. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. We were a little bit worried we might not have enough, enough like, VIP <laughs> space. It's like everybody's going to bring their Subaru. It's like... There's okay. no other cars out here. Yeah, no. 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 I, my yeah. friends and I used to play a game called Suba Brew, where you sit at a bar, and every time a Subaru drives by, you take a drink. Oh, man. You it, must it, have it's amazing. insane. It yeah. is insane, though. Like, you had about, what, uh, 30 minutes, and you drank 30 beers? Yeah. yeah. It gets really expensive really fast. Yeah. So Suba Brew. Suba Brew. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be doing a test drive, too, So and you can check out their 2015 models and all that. So oh, it's nice. It's exciting. Well, one of the cool things, when we met, you were talking about how the professionals are coming in, but nobody actually gets to see, like, 
the the structures before they climb out. Like they get a brief walkthrough, but basically they're kind of going in blind, right? Yeah. Well, for the qualifiers, it's a little different, but for finals, mm-hmm. um, it's very technical as far as like how much time they have to look at each climb, and then um, and it's called the preview time, and then they have actually only four minutes usually to to do it. So imagine if you're under that time pressure too. Yeah, that would These not work. Wow. Very talented people. Um, just really pushing the whole sport in general, and it's really cool to have them come to Portland. Um, the The whole joke is usually that Boulder like moves to Portland for a day because <laughs> a lot of them reside there, but they're from all over. I mean, we they actually people, reside in Boulder, Colorado. A lot of them That's do, the but um, there's a lot of really good climbing there. But uh, you know, I mean, we have people from Texas, New York. I mean, you name it. Like it's definitely grown in popularity throughout the four years it's oh. been going. And so you can pre-sign up if you're interested in doing it. You can register at mm-hmm. uh, portlandboulderrally.com. Yeah, thanks for mentioning. So sure. yeah, portlandboulderrally.com. Um, we are uh, doing pre-registration until August or sorry September 27th, and then after that, there's uh, the rate just goes up a little bit. But we encourage everyone to sign up. Um, there's also day of registration, assuming there's still space. And uh, then if you are interested in volunteering, we love volunteers. And there's also a volunteer sign up on that same site, portlandboulderrally.com. Cool. And you don't have to just participate. You can go and actually be a spectator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's totally free to spectate. We definitely want people, encourage people to do that. Um, A lot of people come to watch their friends Mm -hmm. or just, you know, Mm -hmm. participate. We'll have a beer garden. I was just going to say, I heard the beer garden there. (laughs) There we go. Brian can talk a little bit about (laughs) that. Yeah, we have a beer garden. We usually do, uh, we have like Hopworks is uh, one of our sponsors. Hopworks is delicious. So they sponsor us with a bunch of beer and stuff. And so we have like uh, the... Well, this year we'll have food carts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then the beers usually, you know, it's either really two cheap. or two fifty a, a a glass, which is really good priced for that. That is very oh, reasonable yeah. for a nice <laughs> beer. Then we also yeah. uh, then we also have raffles. I don't. What are we up to in the raffle? Oh my god! So this year? we're up to. I calculate it. It's crazy. We're up to seventeen thousand dollars worth of gear. Just wow. Stuff that we're going to raffle. So off. and this year the raffle is benefiting the Columbia Pacific Food Bank as well as um, the. Brad Parker Memorial Foundation. So we're pretty stoked to kind of give back. Um, this has just grown so much that, you know, we finally are able and really willing, you know, super want to make this a bigger community event and give back in some ways. So, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Here. So PortlandBoulderRally.com, where you can register, find out all the information. Indeed. Mm-hmm. October 4th, happening October 4th. And, you know, of course, next adventure being... So what's what's the exact title? So I don't mess this up. Co-presenter? Presenter. Co-presenter. Presenter. There we go. Yeah. Okay, the fanciest of titles. Uh, with the Circuit Bouldering Jam. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and coming down. And uh, beer. Hey, no problem. <laughs> yeah. for Thanks for having us. With yeah. us. Yeah. Awesome. It's a little bit different than a bottle of vodka. But there you yeah. go. Yeah, you know. Just so. like Maybe next, next time, time we come, yeah. we have a longer interview. We can start that. I believe I think so. so. I think that needs to happen. That needs to be happening. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys. No problem. Uh, We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Dude, I want to do that. I want to go climbing. I want to see you try to climb. I've climbed multiple (laughs) times. I took a climbing class in college. A climbing class in college? Climbing class in college. I was awesome at it, and I've taken subsequent classes. My only Greg, you realize how long ago college was at this point, right? No, but I've done it a couple years ago. I did one. I did a climbing class. Maybe it's more than a couple years ago. Uh, but uh, see, my only problem is the heights. Like, I can't look down. Oh, see, my I'm problem good, is though. upper I, body strength. I oh, can't do it. Look at me. I am a grippy guy. I've got strong grip. I look at you. You're a grippy feet. guy? What does that even mean? I've got mean? grippy hands. You know, my ancestors were barbarians up in the, up in the mountains. I'm a, I'm a mountain man. 
I'm a mountain climber. Okay. I think I could do this, and minus the fear of heights. I don't know if that'll work out. Yeah, that doesn't make you sound very badass. That probably wouldn't be. <laughs> that probably wouldn't be great. I would really be good at this if I wasn't so afraid of heights. <laughs> minus that part. No, that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. So the Portland Boulder Rally, which is happening October fourth. All right, I uh, I think we've I think we've done some done some work today. I'm not going to tell you how hot I am. Uh oh, kooky front desk lady. Shut up. Uh, send us an email, <laughs> funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Ah. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Of course, next adventure right on the corner of Stark and Grand and nextadventure.net. They are awesome. It's where I do all of my camping shopping and where I got my awesome water filter from. Greg, do you like your water filter? I'm not I sure if you do. Filter. Okay, I was just I was just checking. I'm going to be using my water filter. Oh, this Rylan weekend. succinctly puts you climbing as like <laughs> your Greg the super the human super creepy wall crawler. <laughs> I, d- I disagree with this. You look like you'd have suction cups on your hands. Just go <laughs> and over the walls. Like a human fly or something? Now I don't know about this. <laughs> People are be- saying, like you said, I'd be a great climber, but I'm afraid of heights. Uh, such as, I'd be a great surfer, but I'm terrified of water. <laughs> I'd be a great porn star, except I'm afraid of vaginas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's jibbing it right there. All right, uh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. Funemploymentradio.com. We, I know we say it a lot, but we really want to see all of you guys out there. It is going to be such a huge show, and uh, we are very, very excited about it. So you can pick up the tickets right there at funemploymentradio.com. Coming up later on the network today will be the Carl Show starring Jason at about 5.30 p.m. with guest David Walker. Awesome. Followed by Geek in the City. Geek in the City. All right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.